but surprised Not everything lasts I've broken my heart so many times I stopped keeping track Talk myself in I talk myself out I get all worked up Then I let myself down I tried so very hard not to lose it I came up with a million excuses I thought I thought of every possibility So much more than I get I just haven't met you yet Welcome to Blake on Balls, a fantasy baseball podcast for exactly 10 people. I'm Blake Williger, alongside my co-host, who can see the future. It's Adam Brooks. Do you know what I'm referring to, Adam? Um, <laughs> no. I guess no. So we started the podcast last week. And I was very down on my team. I had been it two weeks in a row. And you said, hey, cheer up. You're winning the week so far. Oh, you were. You could be. Yes. Yeah, see? And then I go ahead and I score 400 points. You were right. It's more than I saw the present. And (laughs) I guess so. Yeah, I I really was just seeing exactly what was in front of me at that time. But you did win the week. we record and say that the person who can see the present, it's Adam Brooks? Yeah. Uh, No, that's, that's boring. Yes, that is. Um, and then, um, go ahead. Oh, boy. Oh, I, no, <laughs> nothing. You have a okay. fun fact that you want I'm to talk so, about. Blake. I'm so excited for this episode. Um, yes, the fun fact is that in the last nine weeks, I have won the week four times and been it twice. So I have, I'm, I'm either the best or the worst in six of the last nine weeks, which is very fun. Seems like a lot. Very fun. Six of nine. A nice number of times. A nice number of been. times. Yes. Yeah. And speaking uh, of being it, Adam, I know we couldn't go another week without having the person who <laughs> is it. So we He's, might have to have Josh on this podcast many times. We might. He, uh, he's, he's now the king of the Blake of the Week. Uh, he was suckered. He's a founding member of the league. He was suckered into being commissioner for far too long. The original spreadsheet wizard. It's Josh Erning. Welcome back to the podcast, Josh. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I can't. I had to sit here and stare at that painful lead-in this whole time. Just painful. Speaking fun. of being it in all caps. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's really, yeah. <laughs> Josh has access to our our podcast notes right now, so he's I'm, he's yeah. he's reading our premeditated mm-hmm. assassination. <laughs> I'm just looking at. It, and speaking of being it, dot dot dot. Josh earning introduction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's side. also he's also our Cooperstown guru. Exactly. Yes. Sure. Yes. Yeah. I think that's the last uh, time I was on our Cooperstown correspondent. I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Very and, excited to be uh, here. Oh, we're excited to have you. You have a lot of insight to uh, to give us into the most exciting time of our league, which is around the trade deadline. Um. So let's see. Uh, Blake has some questions here, but well, I yeah, thought well, we were maybe we should were... go through each trade and. Absolutely, yeah. We'll go through each trade, but we did talk about you a lot last week. Yes, with you your two trades. Your, any your rebuttals? Any? Yes. Yeah. What? Um... Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'll try not to like rehash the entire two trades that you guys broke down because you did a fantastic di- job breaking them down last week, and a lot of your analysis was was spot on with the thinking in the trades that I made, and and some of it was not at all. So I'll probably want to speak. <laughs> well... 
to those yeah. points. All right. But, um, All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you some quick background just like ahead of that, that you guys, I mean, you know, for years, for many years now, I've been in the selling position, but for many years, I have not ever actually really sold. I've made some small trades here and there, but usually I, I'm, I'm a little gun shy or I'm, I'm right on the cusp of like, maybe I could still go for it. And as Adam mentioned, I, I think last week, he always leads with you shouldn't sell, but which is true. I think like every time I ever talk to Adam about trading, he leads with that. And I'm always like, Ooh, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> and this year I was like, yeah, yeah, I should sell. Yes. And I was still like kind of debating it when I started my matchup with Jason. I'm like, Ooh, I still kind of have a path and I was having a good week. And then Jason just ripped off like 50 points <laughs> in one afternoon. And I was like, yeah, okay, no, that's it. I'm, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, so Adam, like to give Adam some credit, Adam reached out like two weeks ahead of everybody else before I had officially declared oh. and very, very gently and politely was just like, Hey, respectfully, <laughs> I don't know if you're like, this was literally in the text because I went and looked at it. It was like, respectfully, if you consider selling, <laughs> here is who is available on my team and like broke down all the players and the prices and the, and, uh, and it, this was, I was still on my Scandinavia trip. And I was actually on a train from Stockholm to Copenhagen at the time. And I was like, you caught me at the perfect time. Like I have five hours on this train. (laughs) And then I did not have five hours. I mean, I was on the train, but like, I really never between like taking care of, you know, Theo and falling asleep, um, (laughs) never happened. I was like, let me look through your team. And then I didn't really, Um, but he, but he tried. And I even said to Adam, I remember I said this to you, to this, to you at the point, that point I was like, you know, you, you really make it really easy and like painless and enjoyable to deal with. And I was like, and I realized that it's by design, but that is one of your weapons. It is. Like, that's he's my, a doctor. My, he's got good bedside manner. My fantasy baseball uh, uh, superpower mm-hmm. is uh, engaging in trades. And I, but I, I didn't will work say, this year. If you had like some sexier pieces, I think yeah. the deal would have happened more quickly Ooh. and with you first. But I just wasn't, I think when I looked back, I was like, I'll get back to you. I don't love any of the options. And then, so fast forward, I accepted my fate and I just said, I sent, I still Adam's format and I was like, Hey league, these are all the players I have and the cost wow. and their points per game. Respectfully. Uh, yeah. Respectfully. 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 I, I got like, it was like the sharks started circling out all these texts. It was like, uh-huh. Hey, I'm interested. And, um, so I had, I didn't take advantage of my exclusive negotiating no, window. Your window. I know yeah, I, I felt I bad about that. Cause I think when I sent that text, Adam sent me like a, one of those hands, like, hi, like, <laughs> I, I, talk, yeah. I texted you a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah. but like, you know, respectfully. So yeah. I heard from, um, a bunch of people at, at first and, the, the one, obviously, that got my attention was Brad had reached out and just floated Jackson Holiday. He just said, any interest in Jackson Holiday for Scherzer? And uh, within, like, minutes of that text, Zetlin also texted me and said, any interest in super prospect Marcelo Meyer? <laughs> okay. Hey, he was and, pretty uh, good. But okay. I was like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then I texted pretty heavily with Brad uh, and did text with Zetlin about it, trying to work it out. But, um, you know, when Jackson Holiday was – out there i was like no some heavy petting for jackson holiday Mm -hmm. yeah so brad and i went back and forth one of the questions i think you had was like how long did this take and we he texted me monday night and we closed on thursday afternoon so it was and it was pretty ongoing throughout that like it just kind of escalated i i thought about it i texted him back i think the next day and i was like you know what 
I never trade. Nothing ever works. I just want to blow it all up. Like, let's go bigger than that. And, uh, but I didn't really know how big that was going to be. And then he texted me back some massively. He was like, okay, how about like Scherzer Tatis and Class A for Holiday, Bobby Witt, and Alex Cobb? And I was like, whoa, that escalated. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we went around and around and eventually got there. And I looked through his team and I like Yelich was just kind of hiding in there. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is actually wow, he's really good again. And you only pay $4 for him. And he didn't want to let him go at first. And I threw something in that then he was like, okay, sure, maybe. And then I tried to get J-Rod. And uh, that was when the talks really, I was like, you know what? Let me, what if I just make one trade to end them all? That's it. I'll just give you everybody. <laughs> right. I'll get all of my keepers now. And then that's it. And uh, is this like marked explicit? Do I have to censor myself? It no. is marked explicit. Oh, it yes, is. Yes, it will yes. be. Yeah. Yes. And so yeah. I uh, just, you know, I don't, because he, this is actually Brad dialed it back and he was like, this feels like it's reaching fuckhead levels and I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like, Wait, so what, he mis- thought he was like taking advantage of you or something? That I is a just, misuse. That is a misuse yeah, of the fuckhead no word. Because I can tell like, you a fuckhead thing that happened, but that is not it. Oh, boy. I, I, I knew what he meant though. And like, I, his thing was just like, I don't want to take every good player on your team even if it ends up feeling like it's even, I, I don't want to do And I was like, you know what? That's fine. I agree. I respect that. Also, I think he just really didn't want to let go of J-Rod. And yeah. I, I think I said this, this is, to Jason. This I was like, honestly, every bullshit. time Brad said, no, he doesn't want to let go of J-Rod, J-Rod's untouchable. I wanted him so much mm-hmm. more. Of course. <laughs> this is just because he didn't want to give up J-Rod, not because of some, like something where he thought it was uh, yeah. a shady deal or no, just, I know, he didn't like I the deal. But I, I knew, uh, I knew what he was saying. I respected that. And I was like, yeah, and it'll be more fun to make some other trades too. So sure. I'll hang on a, yeah. a piece. But anyway, once you that, make that first trade, well, I like, I like the people involved. So you trades. escalated this deal and, yeah. then, and then, and Brad, Brad, uh, Brad chickened out really. No, I mean, I don't want to say that. Yeah. No, no, he, I'm he, gonna he, say it. I'm gonna say it. he chickened out. All right, Brad. I didn't he could have had everybody. He basically could have had every good player on your team, and he could have deprived other players from getting those players on your team. That mm-hmm. is true. But instead, uh, which is like another, it's like a double, right? Because right now those players are on Aaron's team, right? right. Like right. he could very but, well play yeah. Aaron in the playoffs. So those players that he could have had, I mean, he could have just if he had Steele and Judge, and you'd had given him, you know, like. That would have clearly been a fair deal, you know. I, um, it's funny because I will say, like right after I traded with Aaron, Brad reached out and was like, "How did he get Steel from you?" And I was like, "I Steel doesn't really have any value to me. He was a pickup. Right. If that's going to make yeah. the deal that I want happen, like, yeah, right. Yeah. He means so, nothing yeah. to you for 2024. Yeah. But no, that deal was it was the 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 hardest part for me in any of these deals was like getting what I wanted without. Like I had to hang on to enough of my top pieces to still make another deal. Mm-hmm. Right. If I stripped myself too much, I was, I was it. I was out of bullets and I had no keepers. Basically. I realized halfway through my negotiations that Alexis Diaz was maybe the only person I could keep. And I didn't really want to keep a closer. Right. But, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Well, that, that's uh, very insightful. Um, you made, would you make another, you made another trade too last week, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. The other Talks was Aaron, yeah, the, the Bryce deal. Yeah. yeah. The Bryce deal. Yeah. What, um, um, do you have anything to, uh, to talk about? I, we forget what we talked about last week. Um, but, um, were we, were we on, obviously that's, he's a little bit of a riskier, um, keeper. He's a higher price. He's averaging, I think, was he averaging three points a game or not? Um, yeah, no, some injury history. 
He's yeah. averaging 2.5 a game. Ooh. And I think that's up than... from when I traded for him. Oh. <laughs> I, that could be. Um, so this is – I did not think this is a, the stellar deal for you. I thought it was a great deal for Aaron, mm-hmm. um, a string of many great deals that Aaron made. Um, but, uh, yeah, and, and we can talk about – you know, like I, 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 mean, I don't know what the other offers you had are other than mine, but I think mine centered around either Gallon or Framber for a similar um, – package uh yeah both those pitchers are are uh are both performing well this year and kept for next year as opposed to bryce who is not performing well uh this year and uh and uh and is 11 dollars uh so he'll be what like 14 next year depending on if you b or c level or a or b level like 14 and 20 or something yeah for two years yeah yeah which I'll tell you right now, not to spoil the keeper podcast, but like before the Wander news, I already had my keepers drafted. <laughs> ready to go. I almost sent right. the email. Yeah. yeah. No, I. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> the um the Bryce deal, like I knew from the second that I made it. Like first of all, Adam, I knew you wouldn't support it since you were my competing offer. But I also knew, like, I knew it wasn't as obvious as my Brad deal that like I was getting good pieces that were you know, for sure a good value. I, I mean, I, I just, I really wanted Bryce. I talked to Aaron about him the day after the draft and oh. I tried a few times not to trade, just, you know, he oh, talked okay. about oh, what a trade like piece he would be. Him. And I was like, wow, yeah, what happened there? Like mm-hmm. I wish. And uh, I talked to him a few times during the season and just say like, Hey, what are your thoughts? Would you trade Bryce? And mm. it never happened. Like he was always like, no, like I would yeah. need your entire team. And uh, <laughs> at one point, Maybe more than once, I reached out. I, you actually suggested this many podcasts ago. You're like, "Gosh, Josh has the other two Bryces. Like, Aaron just trade <laughs> Bryce to Josh. It would be funny." Yeah. yeah. And I reached out again. I was like, "Dude, I need to complete my Bryce Fecta. Like, can I can I trade for Bryce?" <laughs> and he wasn't into it. So then he was one of the many texts I got, but without any concrete like, "This is what I want to do." And so I was dealing with Brad, and like Brad trade dropped, and Aaron texted me. He was like, dude, (laughs) you ghosted me. Like, I could have given you so much. Um, I was like, okay, well, I still have plenty of good players left. Uh, So then we talked, and Adam and I were talking. And Adam, when it started out, you were very engaged, but you also were upfront with me that you were like, I would love to do a deal where I don't have to give up Frambo or Gallon. And those are the only pieces that I really wanted. And so I started talking more with Aaron, and you came back to me with an offer almost the same as Aaron's almost at the same time as Aaron had offered me this. And I was like, Oh, and I told you, I was like, this is going to be really interesting. Cause I have to pick basically one of these. And right. I just decided, you know what? Like this could be the wrong move, but I like, I'm obviously betting on Bryce being Bryce again next year. I'm hoping that it's just, he came back too soon this year. And after an off season and a proper spring training, he can get back to Bryce yeah. form and it'll be a steal, but you know, I don't know. I'm, Gallon and Framber are still on your team, so it's like a guarantee that I'm going to end up being wrong about that. <laughs> it could be. I just, I mean, the ceiling for Bryce in our league, like what is Bryce being Bryce again? Like his 2022 season? I'm just of, looking for three points you know. a game. That's yeah. all I'm looking for. Like if he, yeah, if he can, and that's really kind of all he was at, right? So, My hot, yeah, he was exactly three in 2022. My hot take is that 14 bucks for a three-point player after the rule changes is no longer a good deal. 
Well, don't tell that to my third trade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I mean, this take. is you. You realize, like, I, I'm just like I was coming at it from. I just I had zero keepers. All of my contracts ended this year, um, and I had no one that was keepable beyond, like I said, Diaz. So, mm-hmm. and Bryce was a sexy name. And I also, to be fair, I've been really burned by pitching for years now. Like I knew I shouldn't sign Shane McClanahan for more than a year. And sadly he proved me right. Like I <laughs> knew I shouldn't sign Tristan McKenzie for more than a day. And he proved me right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think I'm just, you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. And I, but I will say for the pod, uh, I, I, and I did this in my next deal with, with Todd as well. I maybe I'm just not experienced enough in doing these trades. So I'm not so ruthless, but I came back to Adam before accepting. And I was like, Hey buddy, I just wanted to give you a courtesy heads up that I'm going to accept my other deal. And I just didn't want you to like get the ESPN notification and say like, what the fuck? And that Adam, was, uh, was that a chance where you were trying to get Adam to up his? No, or, I oh, told no, so Adam okay. straight up. I was like, this is 100% not a negotiating tactic. I'm just trying to like do what I think is the polite thing. And Adam, of course, very respectfully worked his way back in and was like, well, what if this? Are you telling me that this? Uh, uh-huh. what this? What if I bring Yeah, I this? definitely tried to negotiate. <laughs> like, Adam but he and wanted I, Bryce. I, and I respect that. That's yeah. fine. Like, he wanted Bryce. Bryce is definitely more fun than Gallant if he's doing well. Um, and Look, I get it. I get it. He's a uh, – I mean, I don't think it's it's necessarily a move that helps you win more. But if – but honestly, I hope that Bryce is – that's not what like I a, do. That's not really I hope. What I, yeah, I hope. I hope that Bryce is a four-point player next year for you because that'd be fun for baseball and fun for our league. Sure. So, um, you know, and maybe he can be. I mean, he's still really, really talented. That that's like you know the upper border of a ceiling is you know three and a half, four, something like that. You know, he could be he could be a dominant player. He could be judge like. Yeah. Um, it just uh, it's been a been a minute since he's been that way. It has, and it'll probably be some more, but. But yeah. yeah, we can hope. Yep. Um, well, all right. We've, we've got some trades. That was all last yeah. week's trades. That was last week's trade. <laughs> yeah, so we're exactly. 22 so minutes in. Up. Yeah, yeah. We, no, we've got, we've got oh, a bunch dear. of trades um, oh, from this week that we'll get into. And we'll go in okay. what I believe is chronological order. And it's another trade by Josh. He, <laughs> yes. uh, he acquired Wander Franco, uh, who is kept in 2024 for $14, averaging 2.9 points per game. ESPN ranks him as the third shortstop uh uh, number three shortstop in uh, fantasy. Got some other players, whatever. I don't know. They, they don't matter to you, obviously, because you're not keeping them. Uh, Todd receives uh, Pete Alonzo, who was $48 in the election, in the election, in the auction <laughs> as a protector, uh, the number three first baseman in fantasy. Alexis Diaz, uh, $3 in the auction, 4.6 points per game, the number two reliever. And Nestor Cortez, $11 in the auction, uh, 8.8 points per game. Um, this is a trade where I think I was surprised to see Todd uh, really going for it with these uh, with these heavy hitters. Well, one heavy hitter and a heavy pitcher and and Nestor Cortez, I guess. And and, uh, and a, a, an injured pitcher. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I All was, I can um, say. Yeah. No, no, Adam, go. Go ahead. I was just say, thankfully, it does not look like this deal was the difference between me uh, losing to to Todd uh, or not. Um, he won by more than the margin. Of mm-hmm. uh, Alexis Diaz and uh, 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 and Pete Alonso, um, which is which is great. Uh, and then, but, and Blake won yeah. anyway, so it didn't matter. And I won anyway, yes. Yeah, so it didn't matter yeah. for Todd. He well, it mattered to me. Matter I would rather. Yeah, I'd rather. I mean, this is this is my podcast. Yes. I mean, 
yeah but, but uh how, how anyway. did this how did this um work um well i want josh's kind of behind the scenes and then we'll get adam's um take on uh on um how this trade uh kind of ways for uh for each side did did you approach todd knowing that he wanted pete alonso or no, how did that work no no i i uh <laughs> i don't i mean i'm trying to remember exactly what the like first interaction was but i had been in other talks after the other two deals happened i was looking to make probably like one more big deal i i still had i think my only two pieces left were pete and diaz and so i was looking around for who was left still talking to zetlin who checked in like once a day to be like hey are you you still considering marcelo meyer uh Mm -hmm. can i throw in (laughs) anyone else he offered his other prospect who i can't remember his name um and I was like, maybe, maybe, but I'll be honest, I'm, I'm kind of looking for anything else. And if everything else falls through, I'll come back to you. Um, and I went around and I looked and uh, Jason, I glanced at his team and I liked his prospects. I had never heard of them before because I'm not on the prospect <laughs> chain. Well, why do you I, like them then? What does that so mean? Because I, I researched he researched them. them. I, he I said, names. oh, shit, he has the other Jackson. Because like their the names have alliteration. Yeah. <laughs> And so he's got two pretty good prospects. And I was like, you know, I could be interested in another prospect. I had one more spot left that I could, or one more spot I could acquire and and fill. And so I reached out to Jason and uh, he had originally said, I was like, would you be interested in dealing your prospects? And he said, I I literally don't know who my prospects are. And I said, (laughs) yeah. And so I said, oh, well, that would tell me you're probably interested in trading them. And he was like, probably. And I was like, here's the Cliff's notes. These are your two. They're both doing great. This is where they're at. Um, That's pretty honest. And he was like, okay, that's good to hear. Then a couple hours pass, he comes back and he's like, oh, so I just read some more. A quick Google search tells me that my Jackson is like the other best prospect in baseball. I don't think I want to deal him. I was like, Jesus. So (laughs) then he's really stuck on on James Wood, who's also been doing great, but also strikes out an absurd amount. And I was like, eh, I don't know. Like, we'll see. Um, and I think I actually told him because he's, he basically was like, I'm not trading like Jackson number two. I think it's Jackson Shorio. You can tell yes. me if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Um, he's like, I'm, I'm not going to trade him. Like it, you don't have enough. I think I can get some more for him. Um, Cause I was just saying like, I'll basically give you Pete and Diaz. That's what I have left. And I said, okay, like I'm not in a rush. This is the beginning of last week. I was like, you take your time and you come back to me when nobody offers you more than that, because that's what's going to happen. <laughs> and <laughs> He came back <laughs> and was open to making that deal. But by then, Todd, out of nowhere, came in and was like, I would like to make a deal so I can beat Adam oh, and have I a love path it. to making the playoffs. And he was like, I'm going to go all in to loses this week. Blake loses every consecutive week, and I win every consecutive week. So what can I do? And I was like, great. Let's take advantage of that. Yeah. And he threw out Wander Frank. He threw out a few names, but I think Wander was the one that popped out. And so it really came down again to like my Adam and Aaron deal. I had a choice between do I deal with Jason and just take another prospect or do I deal with Todd and fill my last keeper spot and probably spend a little too much money, which is why Todd and I were talking so much the first time ever that I was like, God, now I wish there were still draft dollars involved, but I voted against that too. Um, and yeah, we settled. I decided I'd rather have something that was real and someone in the majors. And he had, Wander had been so hot. He was carrying his team for a month. I was like, okay, maybe he's, he's only 22. Like, this will be good next year. And that's where I landed. And Interesting. Um, now, um, yeah. Adam and Josh, for that matter, you guys voted. I forget what we did. Could 
uh, Todd have given you money in Wander's contract, right? Isn't that no. something that we voted on? No, we voted against that. I mean, I tried to comb through all the different rule change. Fuck. I thought we documents. said like that you could pay for part of a contract. Maybe we didn't. No, because I think it all equates to draft dollars. Those dollars only mean yeah. anything in the draft. That's right. the only time that they mean anything, yeah. right? Todd but I get that like it's, it's different if it. you – I could see it being different in the context of a trade where you eat some of Wander's contract. It's not actually trading just draft dollars. Right. You're trading Wander Franco, but you're you're going to pay $7 or $4 or whatever of his contract – just yeah, you know, I think that's different than trading draft dollars. But I don't know. That has to be like yeah, it would has have to be to clear be, to everybody. Yeah, I don't. I mean, as you noted when Blake asked about this a podcast or two ago that I just binged. Uh, you, I think you, Adam yourself, were right? Like, can you trade the if dead there's money. a loophole, mm-hmm. I'm gonna find it and exploit <laughs> it. So, and Todd, Todd wrapped. He went around and around like, can we do this, this, or this? It all seems a little fuckheady. And then he landed on the player to be named later. And I was like, I don't think that's going to fly. But if you want to do it for fun, <laughs> like I'm down to do the trade yeah. when that all falls on its face. But let's see what the league says. So yeah, what blows something- my mind about that suggestion is that it is exactly what Jason and I did. Exactly. Yeah, I believe it is it. the exact same thing. Trading the protector rights to a player, like holding on to the player, but trading the protector rights to them after the season. Yeah. It is identical and the like the blind spot you guys had to not see that was <laughs> it, the the mental gymnastics to not see that is i i commend both of you i oh. still disagree it it's is can, can you explain exactly how it is not the exact same thing it is I identical you, i think it's in the same realm like i see the connections it's, it's like in the same trade, room it's on the same bed you had it's the, fucking the same wife. It's in the same building, but it's like it's a big building. It's literally like, the same thing. In your trade, the player you talked about was Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson who was a beast at the time, right? But and, that, that well, it does not matter their performance. No, no, no. It does it's just the point. idea. It does for my mental gymnastics. <laughs> okay, trading, got it. I don't even remember who got who or what the agreement was. Yeah. But Josh Donaldson was going to be traded and then given back. To be protected, I think, right? By his rights, his rights to be protected would be given to Jason. Right. So I would, I would case, get the player, and yes. he would get the rights. And in this right. case, t- uh, Todd would retain the player and give you the rights. But I don't get the rights to the stud that's being named in the deal. I get Todd's leftovers. Whoever well, Todd but it's has still no use a for. player that plays for somebody else during this season would then be protectable by somebody else as part of a trade ship in the next season. It's right, so identical. Same, building, same realm, <laughs> it, not identical. Not identical. Right. Yeah, well, <laughs> these are identical <laughs> twins fucking the same husband. At best, fraternal. At best, they're fraternal. It's something, it's a, a debate that I'm sure we will have for the next, you know, six <sighs> months or whenever we vote on the... Um, I don't forget when we vote for um, the new rules for 2020. It would be but... incredible if this rule passed. Yeah, look, like, I'll tell you right now. I don't incredible. Who it knows? Was a, it was, I don't disagree it was a fuckhead move, and if it's up for vote, I'm going to vote against it. But I don't think it was exactly the same. That's all Identical. Right. Okay, agree. Oh, boy, agree <laughs> to disagree. Next trade, Jesus. <laughs> oh, boy. I, this we is what we need already? to tell the affiliates that we're running long. We're at, we're at, 30, been... we're at 31 yeah. minutes, oh plus God, so yeah. some other content. This there is was... why you don't have me on. 
Well, we All knew right. this was going to happen. Yes. No, this is fantastic. All right. The next trade that happened, kind of a counter to Todd makes a move. Uh, he does the move trying to compete with me or whatever, you know. Uh, I make a trade with Tim where um, I trade him, Austin Riley, who was kept for $5 in 2024, the uh, uh, number two third baseman in fantasy, averaging three points per game. Trade him to Tim. Uh, I receive Garrett Cole, $48 in the auction as a protector, number two uh, starting pitcher in fantasy. Francisco Lindor, who was A-leveled by Tim, so it's not keepable. 2.8 points per game. The number one shortstop in fantasy. I was surprised to see that. Uh, And a prospect slot uh, from Tim uh, in 2024. Um, Do you guys have... uh, Well, I'll tell you a little bit about the trade before I get uh, your thoughts on this. Um, Tim and I were talking trades. Um, I had told... I think Josh and other people who had reached out to me about trades, because I was kind of doing a little bit of both. I felt like um, where my team was, I wasn't really, um, you know, at the top of the division or, or at the bottom. So I didn't know what I was just open to making good trades for the team. And people reached out for Austin Riley. And I was like, Nope, sorry, not trading him. But Tim said, what about Garrett Cole and Kyle Tucker? And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, that's something if I'm <laughs> would be a huge yeah. difference for me this season. So that got me interested. And then he kind of walked it back and was like, well, yeah, what about, sure. <laughs> what about uh, and not in the same conversation? It wasn't like he just said that, but um, uh, then and, uh, we ended up settling on, it was Cole Lindor and the prospects uh, instead. So um, by the way, Tim phone calls, that was so much fun to actually talk on the phone. Did you guys talk on the phone with, uh, for trade talks? Well- I talk on the phone with Tim every year during trade season. Oh, I love that's it. how Tim's we get a phone guy. I Tim is a phone guy because I will not trade with Tim. Oh. Tim is a phone guy. <laughs> Tim guy. is a phone guy. I loved it. He was, I think, the only person that I talked to on the phone uh, with trades. But um, it was uh, it was fun. So that's the trade uh, there. What do you guys? What's your analysis on uh, on the trade that Tim and I made? Uh, I think. Well, first of all, we didn't rate how fun the oh, other trade shit. was. Yes. I mean, this is it's your notes. You Damn wrote it. this and How we didn't fun. even do it. Wander Franco so, for Pete Alonso, Alexis Diaz, and Nestor Cortez. How fun uh, is this trade, Adam? It was a lot more fun before oh, uh, today. Oh, boy. So it's it's <laughs> we've taken the, the fun meters off the table, I think. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fun that Todd gets Pete Alonso back. I was gonna say that should get a half of that's point. that's mm-hmm. definitely fun. That's fun. And um Pete Alonso, um uh, is a fun player. Like he's a fun player to have on your team typically. Yeah, um, and, uh, and, and Alexis Diaz is a fun player uh, as well. And um, so I think this, at the time it was made, it was a very fun trade. Wander mm-hmm. was like, one, you know, the top prospect in all of baseball yeah. who's now changed teams. This is his like third team, right? It he is, went from yes. Brad to, to Todd to, uh, uh, to Josh now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so he's, he's, he's not had staying power in the fantasy realm. He's been more of a trade chip. So, which is also fun. Um, so it's a pretty fun deal. It's like an eight and eight, you know, oh, that's eight good. Type, yeah. Uh, wow. fun deal. Um, better than the horrible rating you gave the Harper deal. That's <laughs> exciting. Yeah. Well, cause that deal is very lopsided. That's mm-hmm. less fun. Yeah. Although I do think this one's also quite lopsided in Todd's, uh, I, I think he could have done better. I think he could have done better from Todd actually. You could have gotten. I like could have done better from time. Yeah, I think you could have. Like, I think you could have squeezed out like a prospect spot or another player. So I, I, I gotta look at his team because I, yeah. you know. But I think you could have squeezed something more I out of it than just Wander Franco. All that I had left of value would have been a prospect spot, which like I wish yeah. I could have at the time. I didn't ask for it. 
Yeah. But I will I tell think, you one yeah. one Pete note I forgot or two Pete notes. One, I had reached out to Blake once or twice before this and Blake had said he wasn't looking to 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 buy cuz he thought he'd be a seller. But then Blake, you did reach out like I think the night I before did. this to say like, "Hey, I'm interested in Pete." And that was in the middle of Pete having four home runs in 3 days. Yeah. And I'll tell you what happened there. The morning a couple I think the day before that, I was talking with Zetlin and Zetlin's selling point on, hey, you should still trade me Pete Alonso for Marcelo Meyer. And I said, well, Meyer's on the IL. He's hurt. He's kind of struggled a little. I'm not super into him. And he was like, well, Pete's been slumping a bit lately, so I'd be assuming some risk too. <laughs> oh, God. And I was Jeez. like, are you – was that a real text? And like three hours later, Pete Alonso hits two home runs. Yeah. Amazing. And then the next day hits another. And the yeah. next day hits another. I'm like, thanks for that, yeah. Casey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. By the way, Wander Franco uh, kept next year uh, for fourteen dollars. Yeah, fourteen. I just, I, I don't love. I think you kind of do did taught a little bit of a favor in taking that salary off the books. Honestly, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't think I mean, it matters that much. But, mm-hmm. um, but was, you know, if, if the yeah. draft dollars were a thing, he, he was going to include them. I mean, that he, was where I hesitated. Right. And to be fair, at the very end, I wanted to make a deal, and I was afraid we were coming up on the deadline, and everyone was talking to everyone, mm-hmm. and I was afraid that any deal I was about to make could just disappear. And I'm Could like, you know what? This is the yeah. deal. It's here. I have the accept button. I can hit it, and we're done. Ah, yeah. Love it. I get it. All right. Back it. to my trade. Yes. Uh, your trade. This is actually my favorite trade of the trade oh, deadline, Blake. I'm honored. Wow. wow. Yeah. I'm putting my stamp of favorite uh, on it, my stamp of approval, Woo. because – you got a true difference maker in Gareth Cole. I think he is one of the few pitchers that can win you the week. You know, he is just a dominant force. Um, and Lindor is a solid player. Um, and you get the, you got the prospect slot out of him as well, which is typically mm-hmm. something that goes from a seller to or a buyer to a to a seller, not the mm-hmm. other way around. Yes. And then, and I know you kind of wanted that. You were kind of maybe playing both sides of the fence here. I think you did that well in this deal. And then giving up Austin Riley, which is hard, but you mm-hmm. kind of, you get the offensive production back in Lindor and yep. you net Garrett Cole. Um, so, and the prospect slot. So, um, and I like it for Tim. Austin Riley is a great keeper for someone who, you know, is trying to rebuild his keepers. This is the best. He's one of the best keepers that's out there right now, you know, for $5 in 2024, you know, that that's consistent awesome like i love this deal this is the exact kind of deal oh, that you, that like i i think we all aspire to make it's a Excellent. great deal that means great, that means a lot to me thank you for saying deal. that thank you tim's, tim's only great deal <laughs> it is it is tim's only great deal this but yeah, this makes every we'll everyone we'll get there no one comes away feeling cheated from this deal like everyone comes away happy from this deal like and that's that's the right deal like i tim really wanted austin riley mm-hmm. and he paid the he gave his you know two of his three best players for austin riley that's exactly what he should have done yeah you know so, that's, so that's, how fun what yeah. are we, what are we rating this then this is a 10 wow a 10 oh fun my deal. god i don't think we've done Giving that before on this podcast. oh my god okay i mean wow he, yeah, I mean, you—it's it's involving the number two third baseman, the number two fantasy pitcher, and debatably number one, depending on probably what. Yeah, day of I the think Otani is right? one probably. It's right. Well, okay, yeah, the, in the non-Otani department, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, he's one, and and then Lindor, uh, is yeah, is extremely uh, solid and super okay. fun, typically. Yeah. So. Um, this is a ten. This is a perfect deal in my. You wow. know, it's whether I'd say that whether. 
it was anyone else uh, making it and not, yes. not favoring my co-host. Ah, excellent. Thank um, you. I know he signs the checks because his name's on the <laughs> podcast, but yes. Um, but uh, no, this is, this is the perfect deal. It was my favorite deal. When I saw it, I'm like, yep, that's fantastic. Beautiful. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah. Thank you, Adam. Um, and, right, it, then... and, and, and points wise, it increases the parity in the playoff. Uh, uh, whereas the deal with Todd just siphons yes. players away from the playoffs. Uh, yeah. the, <laughs> the, the deal with you, um, it's, it's actually, it, it levels out the playing field. You mm-hmm. know, like I kind of love that, that one, two and three didn't really make any great deals and four five and six. Uh, well, actually Jason didn't really make any big deals either, but, um, but the, but Jason, like if you look at the points, you know, Jason is actually, you know, right up there in the points, you know, mm-hmm. and so, uh, and then uh, Blake and Aaron, who are much lower in the points, uh, made their teams way better. So yeah. it like pretty much brings everyone, I'd say, almost even now. Okay, I um, agree. That's great. Very close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that's another fun aspect to it. All Would right. You say excellent. the league has closed the gap on you. Adam? Oh boy. <laughs> Oof. Well, I mean, it's Zetland oh, is in no. first place by fifty points. So mm-hmm. I mean, the, the the gap's gonna be closed on Zetland. I don't know. Well, but Adams Adam has won recently. So so closing the gap on on Adam makes that makes a fair. difference when the yeah. Yankees. It's uh, gonna it's gonna take like six so championships from yeah. someone to close the gap <laughs> oh, on. Him. All right, moving All right, on. Buddy. All okay. right, the next trade. All right. Uh, Zetlin got from me Devin Williams, who I a leveled um, at the uh, minuscule two dollars in uh, twenty twenty three. Five points per game, number four mm-hmm. relief pitcher in fantasy. Uh, I got a prospect slot from him in twenty twenty four. So the way, and I also got John Gray. The funny thing is, as I think it was said on the the group text, incredible. Was, we did a FaceTime or whatever it was. Um, in the, the blue chain that I joined late and um, Zetlin announced that he had made the trade that we're going to talk about uh, next, but it freed up the, the Prosby slot, the Prosby s- slot spot, either one. They're both, they both work. Um, and I said, just give me someone. I want to beat Brad. So whoever you're going to drop, I want that. Um, Cause he was, you know, adding a player, Devin Williams. I wasn't, um, I did right. an open right. roster spot. Right. And he's like, okay, I'll give you John gray. And I'm like, sure whatever i didn't think and he's keep i mean look i'm not going to keep him but he was two dollars he's keepable uh and he's averaging 9.1 points per game i got a 21 and a half point start from him um it was his uh, best start in the last nine and it was his first double digit start uh since uh june 7th when he had 23 points and he had a good string of starts back then so i don't know what happened to him but um maybe he he found his his groove back on uh on my team, uh, what are we? Uh, Dylan in the name of, and uh, um, maybe he'll be good I'm again. Probably check, not. Check the math here because it looks like Zellin only lost to Chris by eight points. Oh. So if he doesn't, if he doesn't make this deal, oh, how many points did, did Devin De- Williams get? Devin Williams got a few. I think he had a win and a save. Oh, I, Devin! Oh God! So Devin Williams actually did get sixteen and a half points in two oh, innings for uh, yeah. For oh, we team. love that, Adam. So that's incredible. Eight and eight and a half. Okay. Love it. He got a win. He vultured a win somewhere along there. Yeah, and then, it was um, against the White Sox. So 16 and a half. And, and so it wouldn't have made a difference, actually. Oh, oh. By, 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 by just a couple points. Yeah. It would have been just been a more heartbreaking loss oh, for Zetland. All right. Well, that's yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this trade was something that um, I don't think Devin Williams would make or break a matchup for me, obviously. Could be wrong. <laughs> Who knows? We'll we'll just have to wait and see. But um, the Prosby spot, 
There I go again. <laughs> Jesus. I think that's what we're just going to call him now. Spot. Prosby yeah. spot is something that, you know, I can use as a trade piece for next season or, or what. I don't know. But um, just seemed to uh, might as well um, go for it. The deal was out there. So um, so I did it. Um, this isn't a very fun trade, I don't think. Um, I'm expecting um, – what? well, you guys tell me. What do you think about it? I'll, I'll make it a little more fun for you and tell you that, first of all, Zetlin was trying to pitch John Gray to me as, like, a very valuable keeper asset that she oh, gave me. Oh, what? Okay, yes. So when I saw Jesus. that and then he told me, like, yeah, I just gave him who I was going to drop, I was like, what? Amazing. <laughs> and then he also then realized after that and was like, oh, I should have given him my other Jay Gray, Josiah Gray. Josiah Gray. Who he then did drop. <laughs> who he also <laughs> tried to pitch to me. Jesus. Oh my so I God. I don't know what he was thinking. I think yeah. you just got him like on the oh, face. Okay. That is it, fun. Excellent. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Um, I never do that. <laughs> you never do what? I don't pitch guys to other people that I'm going to oh, drop yeah. unless I explicitly <laughs> tell you I'm going to drop this guy. Is there anyone you're going to drop that I might want? Yes. But man, that's a uh, Zetlin. That's just a, a Bush league move, but it's amazing. Uh, it would have been a lot more fun. This trade would have been, a 10 out of 10 if the difference between John Gray and Devin Williams would have uh, won. Oh, Zellin. yeah. Then oh it was – Yeah. But, uh, Blake, I just – I don't understand. I really don't – I mean, other than oh. the fact that John Gray did, like, did very well. I mean, he, I, it makes more sense if John Gray is a 9.1 player, which is actually a decent pitcher, uh, especially if they don't have – I, mean, I know, I've got to look at the, the splits, right? Or does he, like – get like a negative 10 and then like a 20 or is he just like consistently like eight, nine, nine, nine or whatever. It was like six point starts or something. Yeah. I think when I, when I, I mean, saw. anyway, like I don't understand trading. So you made like a, what would be sort of like a sellish deal because you thought John Gray would be a nobody. Is that accurate? Like you yeah. consider yeah. John Gray. Why would you trade away any asset to try and win this year? Um, because I just don't think that Devin Williams was someone who, would be a huge impact for in these next whatever four weeks, but you can't trade this prospect slot after next year, right? I guess you can get a prospect, right? But then you can't yeah. trade the slot. You so you're no. trying to just no, get prospects, can, get more well, pros, prospects. Yeah, I can get prospects. I can keep a spot open and then trade it. I we guess we could I trade the spot in the, in the off season. Couldn't that's we? true to too. Clear? We could trade the yeah, spot in the off. Season. But it was just something that. You know, I'm I, looking to make yeah. moves. Um, yeah, I, it, it's. I think it was a surprising move that people were like, wait, why is he doing this, and then going and s- selling a guy who averages like five points per game or whatever. But um, um, I get it. But it was just uh, it was a trade that I made. I've had Devin Williams on my team for at least two years. It's like, all right, sure, someone else is gonna have him. I'm, uh, he's a free agent uh, in Shahadi uh, after this season. So um, yeah, just making moves. I this makes no sense to me. Love it. You're either trying to win or you're you're trying to love lose. it. And I don't I understand it. why why you would do a move that will uh, decrease your chance to win. I will entirely agree with Adam here. It makes no I, sense to me. When at I all. very first saw the deal close, mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, is John Gray really that good?" Like Blake traded for him and gave away Devin Williams. Yep. So yeah, it doesn't make a ton of sense. Okay, to me, but. I mean, in two innings, Devin Williams, uh, you know, almost outpitched however many innings John Gray uh, pitched. Like he's so efficient. Mm-hmm. There's like a there's a value to that. You can squeeze in more points. I don't. I mean, I just don't understand. 
I don't understand this at all. I don't understand why. Why? What, what does that mean? It's time to let him go. That doesn't make any sense at all. Just because someone's been on your team for a long, what does that even mean? Uh, what does that mean? I don't know. I'm just uh, mixing. You're sick of Devin Williams. Like, do you I'm know something about? Oh yeah, Williams. what's about to break about Devin? Williams? Yeah, oh, boy. yeah. No, no. What's about no, to break? No. Don't turn this around. No, no. Does she? Does she look 21? Hey, hey. All right, moving on. Oh uh, God. How fun is this trade? Uh, it's not it's fun. really not very fun. Not very fun. It's counterintuitive. It confuses me. I, um, but I hope you. Uh, I hope I beat you in the championship game by like a, a Devin Williams. By a Devin Williams. By a Devin Williams. Like the thirty points Devin Williams puts up in four innings <laughs> that week. Anyway, all right. Uh, you, you're not even going to give it a number. That's how not fun it is. It's yeah. That's exactly right. I'm Perfect. not giving satisfaction. All right. Moving on. Zetlin trades with Tim. Uh, this also was announced on the uh, the FaceTime. Zetlin received Justin Verlander, A-leveled by Tim in uh, 2023, averaging 9.9 points per game. Tim receives Super Prospy, as Zetlin called him, um, <laughs> Marcelo Mayer, uh, who is a top 10 Prospy still uh, for $1 um, in, the, um, in our Prospy um, dollars or whatever, but um, not quite as uh, good. I think he kind of fell. I think he was like a top five before. Now he's just kind of top 10 um, around the rankings that I looked at. So, um do you guys have any thoughts on this? Uh, Adam, obviously, um, Zetlin um, acquiring Justin Verlander, who, um, you know, Zetlin's your competition. Uh, yeah, this does not scare me. I, I'm actually more scared by him receiving Devin Williams than I am by him receiving <laughs> Justin Verlander. All right. Um, but uh, it's fine. You know, Verlander has not had a great year. Um, he'll probably have a better year, uh, rest of the year on the, on the Astros than on the Mets. Sure. Um, but, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I can eat my words in the, in the past. He's been a difference maker. I just don't think he's, he's there right now. Okay. Erding thoughts. I, yeah, I, I mean, I get it. I, I was kind of shocked to be honest when I, again, like this is one of those that happened when I told Zetlin, all right, I'm done. I'm not going to trade for Meyer. And then this trade happened and I was like, wow, good for you getting arguably more value than you were going to get from me. Um, if for, I, I value Verlander very highly because he's gone to Houston now and that could probably be worth a lot, but and he was on the Tigers. You've, you've loved him for years. And I love him for yeah. since my childhood <laughs> hero. watching him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I was surprised that Tim took Marcelo Meyer and that's it mm-hmm. for Verlander. I felt like he could have gotten more. And I did so much reading about Meyer including how to pronounce his name that I was just not that impressed, but uh-huh. yeah. yeah, I told Zetlin cause Zetlin tried tra- to trade him to me and um, um, he was on my squad. I traded him to Zetlin at the oh. deadline last year. Um, and I, when Zetlin tried to trade him back to me um, at this deadline, um, I just, I think maybe he's a better baseball player than a fantasy player yes. kind yes. of. So um, that's where, uh, what I think about um, Marcelo Mayer, so uh, or Meyer, I guess, according to you. So because uh, according you to the internet, okay, according, according to the internet. Uh, how fun is this trade, Adam? Uh, it's it's like a, a four or five. You know, it's it's good. It, I mean, it's a good trade. I think it's good for both uh, both parties. I mean, I think I think Verlander this year is more uh, like getting some consistent pitching bulk. Like it's very unlikely that Verlander is going to blow up and have a big negative start sure. for you. Um, yes. so that, that's valuable. And he's, you know, I, it, he wouldn't take 10 points, you know, guaranteed from a starter. 
Mm-hmm. And he did have a good, um, you know, look, his 2022 season, he averaged 15. His first start with the Astros, he scored 15. So, you know, so far so good uh, for his Astros tenure. Let's see if, we, if, it, if it keeps up. I mean, yeah. a, a win is like that four-point difference. So if he, I don't think he actually, did he get a win on that? Yeah, he got a win on that game uh, that he pitched. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll see a win, getting a win is the difference between an okay starter and an excellent starter, right? Absolutely. 11 yeah. to 15, you know, or a, a good to an amazing, right? So, um, let's see if he keeps it up. Uh, could be, it could be a coup. I mean, I don't think it's giving up your prospect is a no brainer for a, for a great, uh, player, uh, mm-hmm. and for a good one, it's, uh, it's probably a good, uh, a good, um, endeavor. And if it wins you a championship. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Okay. Next trade, right? Man. This is the big one. Oh, this dear. Is, oh, yeah. boy. All right. Aaron received Kyle Tucker uh, 3.4 points per game. 3.4 points per game. Crazy. Yeah, uh, a stud. Nathaniel Lowe, uh, not Lau, uh, who was $7 in the auction keeper eligible, uh, 2.7 points per game, the number five. Uh, first baseman and Brandon Woodruff in the final year of his two, three, five contract averaging 13.3 points per game in limited action because he's missed uh, like three months with an injury. And right. uh, Tim received uh, Gunnar Henderson who was $11 in the auction. He is averaging 2.3 points per game. Uh, he's 22 years old and he is the number 17 third baseman in fantasy number 17 so um uh, guys oh, thoughts before, on before uh, before we give our thoughts we're gonna let one of the principals oh. of this deal give his thoughts so we're gonna cut to that right now this is adam brooks here with a special segment from our uh san francisco golden gate park studios i'm here with manager of team genius featuring lorenzonomics uh, and uh, I'm going to have a couple questions, a little, little Q&A. First of all, Aaron, how did you convince the senator that Gunnar Henderson is better than any player that he could pick up on the waiver wire? Gunnar Henderson is a once-in-a-generation talent, and Tim knows that. Uh, I know that. The rest of the league doesn't seem to know that. But next year, he is going to potentially be an MVP candidate. And, uh, you know, sometimes senators know things. You mentioned he's a generational talent, but we were all trying to decipher a uh, generational talent of what? At being very, very average for a fantasy baseball league or being okay at Major League Baseball? Uh, he's 21 years old. Uh, when all of us were 21 years old, we weren't exactly maximizing our talent. But by the age of 22, 23, he's going to be something special and Tim's going to enjoy him for at least two years. If you have to choose one member of our league that you would describe as maxing out his talent at age 21, who would it be? Uh, You know, I have to dig deep, but I'm going to go with Zetlin because, look, the 40s weren't the right time to maximize. It It was a tough time for Jews. So I feel for Zetlin that he maximized his talent at uh, 19, in 1941 at age 21. I know I'm going to regret this, but Aaron, I'm just going to give you the mic for the rest of this time, and I'll just deal with the editing after. What do you have to say about the trades? 
Look, I think all the trades were interesting. I think playing Complainsler uh, during this week and having him complain a lot about the trades I made was, uh, one, I'll give him credit. At least he's communicative. I know that there's a lot going on in the money world, but he was communicative to me. But he complained even today. He'll probably beat me. But he complained to me today because of my trades. And I thought the whole purpose of this league is to try to win. And uh, it's something Jason has never done. So, look, buddy, I uh, commend you for uh, still complaining, even though uh, all I was doing was trying to beat you. And you still might beat me. And one last thing, I got to give a shout out to uh, Erdang, who understands Lorenzonomics and has uh, embraced it fully after reading the book. Blake, I feel bad for you because uh, Monomics was uh, maybe the worst thing that's ever happened to the league. So, uh, you know, uh, the strike is tough. All right. There you have it from the Team Genius Manager from our Golden Gate Park studios in San Francisco, California. And there we had Aaron's oh, wow. takes on the um, on his trade with the senator. Um I have some stories to tell because I was with Aaron this entire weekend. Um, so I've held back until now, but I'm going to tell a couple stories. <laughs> oh, let it out. One is uh, with the senator. Um, is So Aaron, it, it comes in. We're going to Outside Lands this weekend. He comes in on Thursday with Kim. And we have, like, we're going to go with the kids to dinner. And there's some kind of music in downtown Walnut Creek. And we did this last year, so we're doing it again this year. And uh, Aaron, we have to leave in like half an hour or something like that. Aaron's like, I got to go upstairs and shower. I had called the senator on my way home from work like a couple hours before. And he calls me back while Aaron goes up to the take a, to quote unquote, take a shower. And as I'm on the phone with Tim, Aaron calls Tim. Oh, from, what? Presumably from my shower. Oh, my God. <laughs> And, uh, and then Tim's like, here, let's just, Aaron's on the phone. Let's just put it in. I'm like, yeah, Aaron's upstairs <laughs> in my house taking a shower. And he pipes, he, he uh, puts us all together. And then Zetlin calls what? Uh, Tim what? and he puts us all. So we're on a four person phone call with Tim. Wow. And, you know, people are banding back and forth about their players and blah, blah, blah. And it was just hilarious. So, but then we have to go to dinner. Like we have a reservation um so i'm like i gotta go man like i you know i'll send you the deal that i can do and you know and then you decide um so we uh we go to dinner and and then you're so we're still like kind of getting to the dinner getting the place like kind of checking the menus we have our phones but like in my house like with our kids we have a pretty strong like no device at dinner time rule and I know that our time is limited on the phone right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, so like I see that um, Blake's deal comes in, and and then I and then I take um, and I'm like, okay, well I'm gonna I I make a deal to Tim. I'm like Aaron, like the the Kim and Allie are like have had it with us, like they are done <laughs> with us. They're like and Allie's like and the kids are like you have to put your phones away. The kids are on it. And I'm like, Aaron, we have to put our phones away. Like, we have to. So you can do what you need to do right now. And then we have to put our phones in the pocket and they cannot come out. And you can't just go to the bathroom and, like, spend, like, an hour in there on the <laughs> phone. Although that sounds like something he would do. Yeah, it does. And that's why I called it out. So, and I took, I actually even took my, I, I, so I made the proposal. I said, like, I, I got to go. That's it. 
And I, I, uh, I took my watch off even like, since Aaron doesn't have a watch. I'm like, I'm not even gonna, I'm not, I have no communication, nothing. So I take it <laughs> off, put it in my pocket. Um, and then Aaron goes to the bathroom and I'm like, you gotta leave your phone. And Kim makes him leave his phone on the, <laughs> uh, on the thing. So then dinner's kind of like done and he sees a trade. So we finally can pick up our phones. And he has a trade offer from Tim. It's basically this, it's almost this trade that ends up going through. It's, it's, it's actually, yeah, it's about the same. And I'm like, accept that. Like he's asking my advice and I'm like, you should accept that trade. Wow. And, uh, and then I, I, and I, I, like, that's like, that's a no brainer. Like there's no question you should accept this trade. And he's like, he's like actually hemming and hawing about Gunnar Henderson. Like he really, he Aaron does. He believes it. He does so, yeah. For how crazy it is, he really does believe Gunnar Henderson is that good, and it's a good keeper at eleven dollars. I don't know, all right, whatever it would be in you know next year. Uh, I, 15? I it, it's not going to be. It's not. It's terrible. There's no one who, <laughs> yeah, like, and we'll never know because Tim is gonna. And Tim loves Gunnar Henderson, like Tim really? also. So. I uh, and he's been trying to get him from Aaron for a while, I guess, too, similar to the Bryce Harper situation. Wow. Um, so I, I text him, oh, sad, like we couldn't do a deal. And he texts me back, well, what about like Tucker and uh, Woodruff? And I'm oh like, Aaron, I'm sitting in front of Aaron. He's accepting your deal. Aaron has <laughs> pressed the accept button. But, and this is incredible. So I'm telling him, like, the deal is done. Like, he's accepting it. I watch him and I'm watching him do it. And but Aaron has to drop someone to make the deal work, and he couldn't figure out who to drop. So I'm like, t- I'm like, dude, I, this deal is done unless you talk to Aaron or something. Yeah. Aaron hems and haws who to drop, and then he finally picks someone, and then the trade is gone. Tim has taken it off the table. Oh my god! Oh, oh, oh. oh my god! And Aaron is freaking out, and he and I was <laughs> like, look, dude, look at my phone. I did not screw you here, Tim. I, I just texted Tim, like, you know, tough, whatever. Like, I, I told him, I was like, this is what's happening. Tim is on the phone with me offering players that you are accepting a trade for. I was like, you better accept this deal right now. I was like, I told him, you should just drop anyone right now. Accept this deal. I'm yeah. sitting there telling him that. And, and, and he's, like, still hemming and hawing about who to drop and whatever. I'm like, dude, I, the Tim is, like, right, right here, you know, whatever. So, um. Aaron is furious when that happens and he gets on the phone and he disappears for a while. I call Tim and I, I'm kind of, at this point, I'm a little bit fucking with this. I don't think Tim, if Tim and I were going to do a deal, it already would have happened. Like he, we've already would have had the, the play. I really don't think I was going to do a deal, but I'm like, here's, here's what I have. Like, I don't, you know, I'm like this now, now it's open. You canceled that deal. So I'll still try and trade with you. But I really didn't think he was going to. And finally, they reworked the deal a little bit, whatever. And he, but Aaron, in that like 10 minutes, Aaron's head, he's like, I'm going to quit the league. This is ridiculous. Oh, I didn't know Jesus. the rules. I didn't know the, the rule that I, th- I thought, yeah, I know it's been a while. <laughs> I thought he's like, I thought that when I pressed the accept button that it's done. I was like, dude, you have to complete it. Like you, I, I was telling him this, Yeah. you know, I was wrong. like telling you have to complete it if we don't get the email it hasn't happened you know he's like no i accepted it i was like no aaron if the email doesn't come through it hasn't happened yet and uh and so whatever they reworked it and it was fine and aaron's still in the league and it's probably for the better but (laughs) i mean i I, all i can say is the two of them genuinely believe in gunner henderson all right i 
I, you know, I, I mean, I believe you could have gotten Gunnar Henderson for $8 in the 2024 draft or $4, uh, uh, on a 2024 draft, but they, they are not, you know, they, Aaron really was sitting there, almost lost the deal because he wasn't sure if he should trade Gunnar Henderson for Kyle Tucker and Brandon (laughs) Woodruff and Nathaniel Lowe, who is better than Gunnar Henderson and cheaper. I, uh. (laughs) I don't get, wow. maybe they'll just, if uh, Gunnar Henderson were available in the auction in 2024, maybe they would just kind of they bid him up each other. Maybe. They would bid him up and stuff. Maybe. I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah. I think we'll never know. We'll never change. know. We'll but, never uh, know because he's kept for, or presumably. For... Maybe he'll be sea leveled. I don't oh, know. Oh, I love Who it. Knows. Please do that, Tim. Oh, man. Anyway. Uh, uh, crazy. Well, it was so funny. Oh, my God. And just like. It was also very funny to watch me and Aaron and I were both of us, right? Wanted to check our phones so badly. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. But like, I can't, I can't do it. Like at dinner, I cannot have my phone out unless it's like a work emergency or something, you know, like, mm-hmm. I can't, I cannot have it out. I can't yeah. even, you know, it's, it's just that those are the rules. And mm-hmm. it's just, you know, so I was, and Aaron had to play by those rules. Kim, mm-hmm. Kim was not having it. Oh, it's like, I love uh, it. That's yeah. such an amazing story. Yeah. It was it's, so good. It's so amazing. Well, that <laughs> it was so great. That aside, you can't factor that into the trade. No. Uh, how fun is this trade, Adam? Uh, it it's too lopsided to be very fun. That's yeah. the thing. Like it's like a, in my opinion, I mean, and Tim and Aaron will disagree. Like, but I think it's like a five. I mean, it's got to have it has star power, but it's just. Ugh, I don't like how lopsided it is. I really don't. Yeah. It gets Kyle Tucker into the playoffs. It does get Kyle it Tucker. Does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Two, Tucker and Woodruff, two of my former sure. uh, players. Oh, boy. All right. All right. Yeah. Do they have ring? Oh, Gunner, they have ring? Is now he's he's missing the playoffs. He was probably getting yeah. ready. <laughs> he was excited. He had a slot. Yeah. Hug yeah. watch on Aaron's mm-hmm. team. Um, all right. All right. Uh, the and final the trade. Last one. Final trade. Uh, Cedric Mullins goes to Jason's team from Tim. Uh, Tim receives James Wood, who we've kind of talked about. Erdang, um, maybe we need to get you on the prospect chain. Uh, with all maybe that now he knows. He, yeah. uh, he's twenty years old. <laughs> he's a power twenty years old uh, in Double A, which is pretty good. Um, power hitting prospect, uh, homers, but also as Erdang said, uh, strikes out a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. There isn't much i think was mullins was hurt for a pretty good amount right uh mm-hmm. this season or yeah a couple times? And i think is he just coming off the il now is that what yeah, happened I like think i think week. he was he was just coming off the il and i remember actually looking at um tim's team uh and thinking about cedric as a as a player in fact i tried to make i think i tried with woodruff and or mullins i had a week where like i knew a guy was coming off the il mm-hmm. like like later in the week so i was trying to trade for one of his guys while they were still on the il so i could swap them in you know mm-hmm. um but he he wouldn't go for it earlier he wanted to wait till later in the trade deadline so he could get you know whatever so he could trade for gunner henderson i guess <laughs> i guess uh, man yeah i mean i'll tell you i think this trade i was with jason and he was really unhappy about the deals as they kept coming in and i think yeah gunner trade just like really broke him because he had been and i would love you should probably get jason on to just talk about the other no. side of timing maybe not maybe <laughs> not but like i would love to know the timing of the other side of this when you were having this whole 
wild experience with Aaron and Tim. Jason got a call from Tim at some point that sounds like it was probably exactly when this was all happening. Right. When and we, and we, we couldn't answer. I think he yeah, tried to call Aaron too. And he, whatever he threw out there, Jason scoffed at and was like, absolutely not. That's not happening. And then this trade happened. And I think Cedric for James Wood was Jason was like, well, I yeah. got to get something. Just doing something. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like it. Um, well, how fun is this trade, Adam? This is like a two. This is very boring. Like a, like oh, a two. man. <laughs> two. All right. Um, um, excellent. Yeah. Now, Adam, you and Chris didn't make trades. Um, obviously, we've heard how close you got to, to making trades. Did you ever, was there ever a moment where you kind of panicked and were like, okay, maybe I should lower my expectations here just to, not just to make a trade, but to, to get something done to improve your team before the deadline? Um, no. I mean, I looked at like the players I have on my team and I, while I would, I, there definitely is room for improvement. Like I, it would, it would just, people weren't interested in the deals that I had to offer that, you know, could yeah. really improve my team. Like I just, and I'm not going to, I didn't want to make a trade just to make a trade. Um, but, uh, I wanted to make a trade that would actually increase my chances sure. of, um, of making the playoffs, yeah. you know, and, and, uh, you know, it's like I, I, I could have, you know, Devin Williams, I, wait, wait, you had that trade on the table to me uh, a while ago, but like a closer wasn't quite what I was in the market for. I have like three pretty good closers. So it's not, even though he's mm-hmm. better than all of them, the value add isn't that higher. I didn't want to trade the prospect slot in case I could use it to trade for something else. Right. Sure. Um, so it, it wasn't enough there. It, yeah. It would have marginally improved my team for sure. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, I like to swing big, obviously. And I think the assets I had just weren't, they were kind of, they're almost like too familiar. They're like household names that no one really thinks are as good as they are. And, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe I'm overvaluing them, which people tend to do. But, you know, my assets were, you know, a year of Framber, a year of Gallon. Um, you know, I have uh, a couple of players that w- were cheaper, like that are, you know, six, seven dollars that are averaging, you know, 2.8, 2.9. Um, like uh, 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 Yoshida, Yoshida. Um, and uh, and somehow um, uh, Christian Walker, uh, who continues to, to be good. <laughs> I, beyond, I have no idea why, but he, yeah, okay. he drafted him for six dollars, and he yeah. continues to be a very good player. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then I the other thing, the player that no one garnered really any interest in, and although he didn't have a good start yesterday, was Eduardo Rodriguez, yeah. who is averaging 11.2 points a start um, and is a dollar and, uh, and just no one really, you know, even last week he threw up a 17 point start. And so, and that's fine. I get it. Like he's, he's kind of boring, you know, but he is a dollar and he's like a top 10 pitcher in our league currently. Wait, I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. I think, wait, what did you say? He's a dollar and he is currently like a top 10 pitcher in our league. Currently. Okay. I don't know. This year. This this year he's Currently, a top like, ten pitcher. Like twenty twenty three season, not like last fourteen. No, no, like like this year. Uh, let's see. Let's go to all really? uh, on rosters total. Uh, let's find him. 
here on rosters. All right. Well, maybe he's not top ten. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> top twenty five. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Pretty yeah, far exactly. down here. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. There was a time him. earlier yeah. that he was he's, actually a top ten pitcher. Yeah, but I, I think when I first might. started doing trade. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, th- that's a guy that you might settle on with you know, your fourth keeper or whatever. It's like, all right, I'll just a level him or B level, whatever. It's $3 from two years or whatever. But, um, Oh, maybe yeah. of the averages. Yeah. Sorry. The yeah. average, anyway, if you do the things, hey, right. whatever. Anyway, um, my next question is he's, he's a better pitcher than Justin Verlander this year and a better pitcher than, um, I think Scherzer this year, a lot than some of the sexier names have been this year. But identical yeah. to Scherzer. Okay. I had to so. scroll to the second page to find right. it. Okay. Uh, Adam, our trade deadline was Friday morning at 9 a.m. The last trade made was Thursday evening. Did you Were you talking trades Friday morning? I kept looking for people to make trades Friday morning, but nothing ever came. Were you close? Uh, I think Chris and I had – I mean, Chris and I had a deal that if he was going to sell, I think he would have accepted – Ooh. Um, involving Gallon, I think I had a couple deals out to to Chris, um, and he liked. I think he, I mean, he said like, I just I don't want to sell, and I'm like, that's fine. Like, yeah. I even had a deal where I tried to trade some hitting to uh, to Chris in exchange for some pitching. Um, like, we wouldn't necessarily points wise make either team better or worse, mm-hmm. but I just want. I was trying to try. I have like a, a hitting surplus, and was trying to sure. uh, trade some of the hitting surplus. Um, and, uh, and then, uh, and so anyway, he like, he was like interested, but then in the end, uh, just didn't want to do mm-hmm. it. Um, and, uh, and so, and then I also put out an uh, offer to Todd, but he, I think he, he either, I think he said there were like a few players out there that would have been worth the players that he had. And even though it was looking pretty bad for him going into the Friday, he didn't want to sell. So. Um, he didn't want to pivot, even though after your deal, um, mm-hmm. which included a Garrett Cole start on Sunday, which yes. is like, oh man, that's a that's a nail in the coffin right there. Um, which is fine, you know what? I I totally respect both of them for for sticking it out, and Chris is still in it. So yes, I mean, Chris like has by far the most motivation to not try and sell to to try and uh, add. I'm actually more surprised Chris wasn't able to work out a trade to add somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, than uh than that he didn't sell like i wasn't surprised by by that i'm surprised that he couldn't work out a trade to get somebody i think anyone who talked to chris only talked about shohei and couldn't really get past that yeah my guess i know i didn't i didn't even bring up shohei with him i was trying to do a a much smaller deal with Mm -hmm. him but um i told him he should sell and then after looking around and thinking all about it i was like oh actually maybe not yeah i'll tell you i i got a I got a call from Todd at eight fifty seven on Friday morning trying to swing a deal before what? the AM deadline. Yeah. And it what was, was it? This was the it felt like so dirty. He calls me at eight fifty seven, he having second thoughts, he had really debated whether he wanted Cortez, who wasn't yet hurt, and Diaz or Cortez and another starter who at the time I think he was looking at Lugo just term, in terms of like who he could squeeze in to beat Adam. Oh yeah. And he called me at eight fifty seven and he was like, I, I think I should have like took another starter instead. Would you trade me Lugo for Diaz and a prospect spot? And I was like, Oh, you, you'll give me back Diaz and a prospect spot for Lugo. Like I would do that. And he's like, no, no, no. You give me a prospect spot. I'm like, I'm sorry. Are you uh, ransoming? <laughs> are you ransoming Diaz back to me? Like That's I just funny. gave him to like, what? No, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And also I don't have a prospect spot. I have three prospects. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't work it out. Amazing. I felt really slimy. 
Yes. That's that a funny the slimiest the deal got. Last year that same there's that same miscommunication happened between me and Jason where we each thought each other was giving the other person a prospect slot. <laughs> oh yeah, that was in the offseason, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. Um what's that? Wasn't it in the offseason, wasn't it? Oh yeah, in the offseason. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and hey, by the way, I this is why I I'm not a total idiot. Eduardo Rodriguez on 528, he went on the I <laughs> He went on the IL at, okay. on five twenty. He was on the IL for five weeks. But right. before that, he was a top ten pitcher in our league. Okay, that that's is, right. Yeah. yeah, was it was that yeah, when he was he, going through his divorce or whatever? Or? I don't know. Is like that what happened? Is that why he didn't want to go? To, allegedly. allegedly, allegedly. Is that why he didn't want to go to to be a Dodger? Alleged of family. Uh, well, yeah, there are people. You yeah, that's been talking. Can't about move your kid out of the school district, man. That's uh, <laughs> that's true without permission. Um, but uh, anyway, as of that moment, um, he was uh, he was a uh, top ten, and and then he's resumed being a very good pitcher since his return from okay. IL. Interesting. So, Best of luck to anyway, him uh, the rest of the bye. season on the Detroit yeah. Tigers. Um, all right. You. We uh, anything else to say about tr- the trades before we very briefly go over the, the very so very long. Briefly. Goodness gracious! <laughs> anything trade related? No, we're good. That's it. All right, we gotta be moving done. on. <laughs> um, we're not going to talk about my matchup with Brad. We're not going to talk about earnings matchup with Tim. No, no. Um, we're definitely going to talk about Adam's matchup with Todd. Um, Adam, what happened? Uh, Todd just beat me. You know, I came out, uh, I had like a 50 point lead after like two days. And then he, um, he just clawed back. He got a, he had a, a big day. Um, uh, like kind of three big days in a row. Um, and then after that, I, I put up a big fight. I was down by like kind of 20 and he just kind of kept, you know, putting up points, putting up points. And then I, I had a big day on uh, Saturday um, to, to kind of get into the lead barely. Like I think we were almost tied. And then I was winning by a few points going into the Sunday night, like 10 points. But then he had, um, he had Senga and he had uh, Harris he had like four players going. And also on Sunday, I had like five people that either weren't playing or sat. So I was really shorthanded Sunday. I need, knew I needed like a, like a 15, 20 point lead and I didn't have it. And then um, Senga actually gave up three runs in the first inning, but, uh, but then uh, kept pitching and put up points. And then um, the Mets came back to win seven to three. Uh, and so he got, he had to end up having a good start and it wasn't even, it didn't end up nearly being close. So it wasn't even such a heartbreaker. I, I knew like going into Sunday night, I was probably going to lose, mm-hmm. um, unless something disastrous happened. So, um, uh, so he ended up winning by, you know, 16 points. So it wasn't, wasn't really that close. Um, and, uh, you know, good on Tim, like he, or good on, uh, Todd, he didn't sell and he, he went for it and he did win. Like if he had sold, he probably would have lost this week. Yeah. Did, um, so after I think the it's better for the league, honestly. Yeah. yeah, sure. After the matchup, did he did he talk to you about uh, about beating you? He's yeah, on our, on the bit the big chain. He's talked about how satisfying it is because you have kind of made fun of him um, over the years uh, of this podcast. <laughs> no, he didn't rub it in. No, okay. I mean he was he was, okay. it was cool. I didn't right. really realize he had said any of that. I mean, who cares? Like, you know, shitty teams beat good teams all the time. Like a third of the time, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it, just, it happens all the time. Oh I mean. Um, oh man! It's oh, not a. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. A, when he says yeah. it, God. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I mean, I'm not embarrassed way. about about losing to to Todd. Like he, you know, he he tried really hard and he won. Yeah, he good, good for Todd. <laughs> oh, excellent. Yeah. Um, all right, and then there were two other. Oh, the right? Jason and yes. uh, Jason and, and and Aaron's matchup. Oh my God! So again, I'm with Aaron this whole time, and he's way more invested because he could win. I knew I was pretty sure I was going to lose, so. I'm like kind of accepted my fate and we're at outside lands. Like we're just roaming around, uh, you know, boozing and watching bands and stuff. And he is incessantly checking his phone <laughs> and, uh, and it, Oh God, I would, I can't remember all of the details, but it does come down to, um, uh, Jason has two starters going against each other. And one of them's Logan Webb, mm-hmm. Logan yeah, Webb, Dane Dunning. Oh, yeah, Dane Dunning and Logan Webb almost throws a complete game shutout, but then gives up a run, um, and so doesn't get the complete game shutout. And then, um, and then, uh, but Will Smith comes in to save the game for the other team. Who's he the closer for? He's the closer for the Rangers. Yeah, right yes. for the Rangers for Dane and Dunning. Jason team, has right. him, and Jason has him, and then <laughs> and then he blows the save. <laughs> He gave up a walk to run over. Yeah, so Aaron is like celebrating and he's <laughs> he's winning. And Aaron has Marcelo Zuna uh going into Sunday night. He's the only player I think either of them have. And Aaron's like seeing if he could sit Ozuna, right? Oh really? Um well, yeah, Jason well I think also it, had because there was a, du- a Sunday double header where Jason oh, had Joey Votto and Spencer Steer. That's it. Okay, so I think that's why in the app. Aaron and I also, because mm-hmm. I wasn't paying such close attention. Yes. I don't think Aaron could like see. Over. Aaron could not see that 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 there that the doubleheader was happening in the app. Mm-hmm. That is what happened, and yeah. so all of a sudden it looked like Jason got some points, and I was like, I, I looked at the app for a real second. I was like, how did Jason like get these points? Like I can't like, and I'm not really oh, going to yes, investigate because in the app much. it shows that the the game that the Reds played is over. But yes, yeah, so I thought maybe won. there was some fast. A stat correction or something mm-hmm. or whatever and Aaron doesn't understand and Jason's thinking about Votto yes. and I'm like oh he must still have players going and I'm just not looking I don't you know whatever Aaron I don't think I don't know if Aaron actually ever figured it out but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, somehow Jason gets a few a few uh, points from Votto and that ends up being the difference um, mm-hmm. the, the 2.78 points that he gets from Votto uh, end up being the difference uh, somehow. And I guess he also has Spencer Steer here. Okay, so he has yeah. a few players in this doubleheader. Mm-hmm. I don't know which. Looks like they both played, and they both put up some points. Yeah. Uh, and that got him over the hump. And Aaron and I, was furious. And I think there's a – is there a soundbite uh, there? Uh, yeah, if you want to hear Aaron's take on this, we've got it right now. So we're going to give it to you right now. So uh, Jason apparently beat me. Which is hilarious because after complaining so much about blah, 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 the guy still wins. And what's funny about that is chapter eight of Lorenzonomics says the guy who complains ends up losing in the end, just like he has every single season in this fantasy league. Hashtag Lorenzonomics, Lorenzonomics book, Lorenzonomics power. Uh, How many times did you concede to Jason this week? I conceded approximately 46 times to Jason. Every time it was correct, he did beat me. And that was the Wolf's take wow. on his go, uh, his Week 18 loss to to uh, midseason form. I'm, I'm definitely going to listen back to 
so I can hear it again because we again. we just heard it. Yeah, I, we just heard it, it but you're gonna hear it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, excellent. Uh, tough luck, uh, Aaron. Uh, Jason, as uh, as always, uh, seems to come through and win. Whatever. Um, and the last matchup was also um, pretty close with um, Chris pulling out the win against uh, Zellin. He won by about uh, eight points, three hundred sixty-one and a half to three hundred fifty-three. Goodness. Yeah, um, that's crazy. Um, I don't really remember how this all broke down. <laughs> it seemed like Chris was winning by a bunch, and then Zetlin made a big, uh, big comeback. Yeah, it's like on Saturday, an eighty-eight point day yeah. for Zetlin, but Chris hung in there at fifty-six, and then uh, Chris basically tied going into Sunday, and Chris came out on top. Yeah, um, Matt Olson big upset. had forty-nine points for Zetlin. Good. Oh my God! Wow. God. Um. So um. Yeah, Chris still. In the playoffs, let's just do um, or yeah, we'll do a race. very brief, very brief, brief uh, here. We've yeah. got um, those uh, those three teams that were at the top, um, still at the top, but they all lost 12 and six. You, um, Brad, and Zetlin. Zetlin uh, has the points lead, and then yeah, it's by Jason, 50, I think, yeah, Jason at 10 and six, uh, in fourth place, me at I'm sorry, 10 and eight, um, me at 10 and eight, and then Aaron at nine and nine. And then Chris is at seven and eleven, so he is two games back with yeah. three to play. So, and he's got a significant points advantage over Aaron. So, actually, now although Aaron has the easiest strength of schedule coming up, um, so Aaron plays Tim and Josh. Um, just Josh, oh, not gosh. a knock at you, but as a seller, your team <laughs> sure. is decimated. Oh, it's a it's a carcass. It's <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, so it's it would awful. be. It would be shocking if you were able to to beat him uh, to stop Aaron. But so Aaron, I uh, I don't know if you saw my moves, but I picked up some pretty good pitchers that are out for the rest of the year. Yeah, what you picked <laughs> up like Carlos Rodon, who's definitely not playing this week. What was that about? Oh man, I have no protectors. I'm trying to do anything to have anyone that might be any. Oh. Pick him up next week or the week what, after. What no one wants Carlos Rodon. I kept me. him. I didn't want him. Oh, man. The weeks are meaningless to me, Blake. All right, whatever. All, um, right. all right. Well, uh, congratulations to Chris on uh, on beating um, Zetla, too. That was um, – Yeah, it was um, awesome. That was yeah, fun. That's a, it was huge. So a couple of um, a couple of things here, though. I mean, Aaron – if Aaron somehow does lose two and Chris wins out, Chris will make the playoffs and Aaron yeah. will not. Wow. Um, also, bad. Jason has to play the top three teams – which is bad, but also gives him an opportunity uh, to to maybe get. He he actually could still be in. Could end this season in first place. He has he has a lot of points. He's only a little bit off the points, and he has an opportunity to beat all of us. So um, he did kind make of, that claim a few days ago that he was mm-hmm. going to come back and overtake all of you in points. It is possible. It is possible. It's not uh, so laughable, and he has the opportunity. Now, uh, the bad news for you, um, Blake, is that you cannot uh, crack this uh, because um, even though you're only two games back, because Jason plays all of us, one of Jason or us has to win, and that's going to knock you out of uh, being in contention for first place. Yeah, um, that's fine. So I think the schedule has screwed you out of that I'm okay possibility. With it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm uh, judging by your yeah. your queer uh, weird deal, uh, the Devin Fred, Williams trade. Yeah. Devin Williams trade. Yes, I yeah, I think it doesn't seem to bother you that much to not be in first place. Nope. I just um, I just uh, I'm getting into the playoffs and yeah. and then we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens. Um, 
the difference between th- three and six is is pretty minimal. Although there are there is uh, well, top three I teams. mean, yeah, There's I something think something to be said for who you face in that first yes. round. Yeah, I think the four spot in is. I mean, well, after the trades, maybe not as big of a deal to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But as the standings current are currently are, if you're in the four spot, then you you don't have to play. Um, two of the you're only going to end up having to play one of these um uh uh teams right the because three? the top three yeah uh, on the brackets mm, right well you would uh i don't know it hurts my head to think about <laughs> there we, no, we can actually play two? the league play two. the league actually has a way to do that you can see the schedule you can see the oh, playoff bracket okay. so let's just go to the current projected playoff bracket uh, um okay. if the playoff started today um, uh, the four and five would square off and, and then, sorry, you would have to play three, all three teams, right? Three good teams, right? Right now, four and five would uh, square off yes. and then six has to play three. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then after that, six has to play, uh, you know, has to play me or whoever's in two. Yeah. Two. And then whoever, yeah. And then so the championship, yeah. but so, if you're yeah, in the you four or five slot, yeah, if you're in the no four or five slot, you have to play Zetlin and then the winner of the, uh, of the next one. So you don't have to go through two uh, players. So I think not having to play three, uh, obviously at the moment, not necessarily counting for the trades, but at the moment there's three teams that were better than the other uh, three playoff teams. And yep. you have to play all of them possibly to win the hardest road. So I think the four and five seed is, is more valuable than the six seed. Um, okay. But you're unlikely to drop to six as otherwise, I guess. Sounds um, like you're playing. You're probably playing Jason, unless something crazy happens. All right, that's fine. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> I all don't right. know. We'll who knows? Um, yeah, maybe Chris will squeak in. You never oh, know. I would love that, unless it, he takes my spot. I wouldn't love that. <laughs> that. That'd be. I don't think that's possible, mm-hmm. right? I don't. Is know. it possible? Uh, well, I'm. I'm three games better than him. Oh yeah, so you have to lose, lose out. Three, if I lose all you three, lose all three, all three and he wins all three, then then yeah, I guess that's that's still possible. Oh boy. Oh yeah, God. crazy. And so you're still Todd, playing for it. Yeah, Todd constantly reminds me of that um, my finish of the 2020 season where I was basically like guaranteed to finish in the the money, and then I uh, my team completely collapsed and I uh, lost and didn't finish in the money. So um, um, I have a history of of. Yeah, at the end, so that's like a Dodger World Championship. It doesn't. It doesn't really <laughs> oh man! All right, you hear that? Um, all right. Well, just man, kidding. Josh, just kidding. Thank you for, for joining us, Josh. Yeah. You've been uh, you've been with us for uh, God over eighty minutes now on this. Uh, this is now our longest podcast. This is the ever. longest. We I'm did. I'm so it, guys. sorry. I, no, you're never gonna have me on great. again. But it was this such was a treat. Great. What um, do you have anything to plug at this time? Oh God, I don't know. My team in the off season. See me if you're interested in a <laughs> More maybe trades? probably overpaid shortstop who may never play another oh. game of Major League Baseball. Yeah. Okay. All right. And we, they know how to. Uh, do you need to get your number out there, or people who listen to the podcast? They know how to reach me. They okay. know how to reach you. They have your information. They have my information. All right. Excellent. Well, um, the I want to congratulate um, our our sometimes listener Kim. Um, she told the chain that she got a new job, um, a promotion, congratulations, but she never said which company. And I asked, and I still didn't hear 
uh, Adam, you were with her this weekend. Do you know what company she's I, be working I for? I do know the company, but I think she's currently still employed with her oh, current company uh, and for another two weeks. So we're going to – I mean, they, they know she's she put her two weeks in. Okay. Um, but, I, but I'm going to uh, – I'm going to defer to Kim because I think she does listen. So when she – Yes. Uh, gives, uh, either she, she gives me the okay I'll, I'll tell you guys or she'll text all of you who it is can you imagine Kim sitting through 87 minutes of podcast no, <laughs> my I god cannot. this and she's like no she's not going to but um, I gotta ju- I'll just say no. Adam that answer tells me that you are very learned in the ways of Lorenzonomics I am I, I got a, a I got a, a in-person seminar in Lorenzonomics all, right. all weekend and it was delightful welcome welcome yeah thank you all right well, um, that'll, that'll do it for the podcast uh i think adam do you have anything to say before we go i'm sorry i do and it's because aaron had an excellent idea or at least an intriguing idea during this uh during this uh trade deadline and afterwards and we were talking about the trades like it was a really fun trade deadline he doesn't like the auction dollars i was like why like it would have been made it more fun and he's like well it's just stupid that like i think it's all going back to when Jason traded, you know, the five dollars for like Brandon Crawford and the yes, closer, yep. and like, like that's yep. like everyone hated that so much. And Aaron's like, I was like, we should, but I, yeah, but it gives you more options. Like Aaron's like, there should be no limits on auction dollars. Then that would never happen. Mm. And I was like, that is so smart it, it, because it, it it appeases the people that don't want stupid deals like that because no one would ever sell Brandon Crawford at that time or in this and the closer for. Buy, they would have asked for $20, you know, and then the person on the other end is going to pause and not necessarily automatically do it because it's right. now it's not fake money. If you can extract a lot more money from people, then you're really, people have to really think about it as opposed to this, this artificial cap we had on it that made it, that made these hmm. deals make sense for people. And I was like, that is, that is a really good idea. I mean, I don't, you know, well, there's still more, we could talk about it, whatever, but I wanted to get it out there because yeah. I thought that was just a smart, a really smart observation. Like then we, it was this artificial cap we put onto it. And that's why it made a deal like that make sense for Todd and for Jason, but also suck for everybody. But if Todd could have really negotiated and had the ability to ask for more money, then maybe Jason doesn't do it. Or maybe it seems a lot more fair to the rest of the league that Jason gives up 30 bucks for them or 20 bucks for them. Then we're not all pissed off about it. Yeah, it is I a guess. little scary, but it makes sense. But it makes some sense anyway. I, I, you know, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I just thought it was very intriguing and kind of going the opposite direction of eliminating mm-hmm. the draft dollars, but counterintuitive. Like it would actually probably stop all the dumb deals because people would be asking for more because they could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think when we first started talking about trading draft dollars or auction dollars or whatever it was something that was just proposed to like this deal's close but i'll give you a couple dollar like uh-huh. it was just something right. it wasn't like right. i'll trade you one player for five dollars or whatever like it wasn't it was just supposed to be something to, to, to get even a deal it out done. even yeah. it out when you needed to yeah, yeah i think so, what was I mean, it last year the the last straw was what was it, it was like mark melanson for like one or two dollars because that's all Todd had the room left to acquire right it just something like that yes, i mean the, deals like that yeah yeah, right. so it. I'm happy to to vote on it in the off season. We can talk about yeah. it. Obviously, we'll talk about yeah. it more. Just, just wanted to put it out there before I forgot Very because it was. And yes. I want to give Aaron credit because he just came up with it like 
Mm-hmm. Uh, as we were talking, and I thought, I thought it was another super product smart. of Lorenzonomics. Oh, other, <laughs> exactly. As you mentioned, Lorenzonomics. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Oh, I almost forgot about it. All right. Well, uh, Josh, thank you again for joining us. Uh, listeners, thank you, thank so you for, for listening to, uh, to so much of us. And, oh, man. Uh, good yeah. luck with these so matchups sorry. this week. We will talk to you uh, next week. Bye. See ya. I just I haven't met you yet Oh, I promise you can't To give so much more than I get I just haven't met you yet I just haven't met you yet